really excelling. I, I'm watching that ranking on Junior Golf Scoreboard, and it's just creeping up higher and higher and higher. Um, looks like Haven, you played about what, about two about about fifteen two day uh, two to three day events this year. But we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but I, I you know I, I can't thank them enough because I know they've been traveling a lot, uh, Pebble Beach all across the country, and um, I know. They're, they're a little tired. Um, hopefully they'll, you know, I pray that they catch up on rest, um, let alone the schoolwork, right? <laughs> so the schoolwork is, um, is uh, what she's uh, catching up on now. But, but I want to bring in uh, my special guest for the evening. Um, y'all help me uh, welcome uh, Haven Ward. Hey, Haven. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? All right, good. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Well, listen, thanks for being on. Well, I'm sure this, this won't be your last uh, podcast, your last interview. Uh, you've been doing some amazing things um, out there. I got a chance to see you on the uh, Golf Channel, and uh, they were interviewing you. And um, I know that'll be one of those bloopers <laughs> that y'all will always look back and laugh on. But uh, tell us a little bit about your journey, um, Haven, in the game of golf. How'd you get started? Uh, tell us about your, 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 your start. Um, I used to go to Drew Charter School in Atlanta, and my mom signed me up for the first tee of Eastlake. So along with being in the first tee every Saturday, I also went to the golf course pretty much every day during school for our enrichment classes. And then from there, I just found some, you know, smaller tours to get on, such as um, Atlanta Junior Golf, when that was an actual thing, or U.S. Kids Golf. And from there, I just kind of went up every, like, went up to different tours, such as Hurricane. And I'm an AJGA now, so I played AJGA with a lot, along with other tournaments, so. Nice. Well, listen, you know, again, you know, you've, you've, you've gotten really, really good. Um, when did you notice that you had a, a knack for golf? When did you, you know, do you, I don't know if you remember what age, but, uh, when did you feel like you could really be good at the game of golf? Um, so like I said, um, we did enrichment classes that were golf. And when I'm, I'm a very competitive person. So like when I was beating everybody out there, like that really just brought the competitive nature in me. And I'm like, oh, I can, I can go far in this sport. And my mom already had a plan in her mind because she'd already researched um, like most unused scholarships and women's golf was number two for college so I mean she already had a plan and I just like fell in love with the game so kind of disconnected and it was actually competing with swim she was a competitive swimmer all the way to sixth grade and so making that decision to focus on golf um, was a tough one I mean cry we had to let that one go yeah yeah, so you had to let swimming go. You miss swimming? Uh, I miss, like, the adrenaline that came from it because golf is a low-impact sport. So, I mean, I guess that's the only difference between them, but I still am – I'm sticking with my decision. Well, good, good. How many, how many, um, how many titles have you won? Do you, do you keep up with that stat? Um, not really. Um, I just keep up with as many, like – tournaments and different tours I play on so like just going to Pebble Beach that was an accomplishment in itself yes so 
All right. Yeah, we're working up to that goal, though. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So, so what do you do, Haven, to 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 make your to to help your game get better? What are some of the what are, what are like your practice routines? Um, what do you do to uh, improve in, in the game of golf? Um, so I'd say like during the school year, it's a little bit harder to get out onto the golf course. But when I do, I try to just go out there and work on what I see as deficient usually, like. Lately, I've been having a lot of trouble with my full swing. Or in Mariah Stackhouse at Stanford, I was having trouble with my full swing. So I went to my swing coach one week, and he gave me what I needed to work on. I just took that, and I've been working on it ever since. Um, I also feel that putting, I need to work on putting every single day because putting, I'd say, is the most important part of the game. Um, I mean, everything is, but, like, putting is what gets the birdies, what gets like what saves par up and downs. Exactly. You are so right. The short game, and I know you probably heard this before, short game, short game, short game, right? <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that uh, I've been in, that she's been doing for a couple of years is Pell's test. Yes. And um, I, I'd like for her to do that more often. So whatever is the, the, you know, the, the smallest number, that's what you work on. Um, so hopefully we can get back to that. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so, and so, so Haven, um, what would you recommend to juniors that are trying to get better? I mean, in other words, if, you know, when you look back, you know, knowing what you know now, what would you do different if you were just starting out in the game of golf right now? Um, I think that four most important things are mental game, preparation, course management, and short game. And I know when I started, when I was starting golf, I didn't really focus too much on short game. Like when I went out to the first tee, it was like, who could drive the ball the furthest, you know, like who could hit that eight iron further, who could get on the green. Um, But then when it would come to, like if I missed a green, I didn't know how to get up and down. And putting was never really a huge concern for me until, like, the past couple of years. Um, I'd say course management for sure because, like, in my head, my thing is, like, at the very least, if worse comes, just get bogey. But I'm going to try to avoid that as much as I can. So I just focus on course management, what I need to do to get the best score that I can. Um, mental game, it, my mental game has to always be strong. I feel like as a golfer, um, it gets very hard. The game will get on your nerves, make you very angry. And just digging down deep and just keeping your calm, that's what pretty much gets me through the rounds, especially when I'm having a hard time. Right. Um, it's all about the nutrition part for the, for the 18 holes, how you break it down. Uh, the first six holes is fruits and that kind of stuff. Just to like, I guess, such as an appetizer, I'd say. Right. And then, like, the second six holes is protein. So I drink protein shakes because I don't eat nuts because I'm allergic to them. Okay. okay. And I don't eat any kind of meat. So um, protein shakes are what I drink. And then the last six holes are like sugar, Gatorades, and Powerades. Good. So, you, so, you, so, as, so as you talk about the, the mental game and the nutrition and 
things like that. What, what, what do you do to work on the, the mental part of the game? Do you do anything uh, away from golf to, to work on the mental part of the game? Um, I don't really do too much a part of golf in school, but I guess just giving myself like a mental break because after I have a tournament, I need to take a couple days off for like mentally because I know I had some bad holes. I know I had some bad shots. So just taking that mental break just for those two days after the tournament is good for me to get pumped, get ready to get back out there. So I'm ready for the next day. Right. Now, when you're having a bad day on the course, what do you try to think about to kind of get your, yourself back on track? I mean, what, what goes through your mind when, you, when, you, when you're hitting a bad shot or two? Because, you know, as golfers, we all hit bad shots. We all hit shots that we, you know, really just hate. So what do you think about when, you, when you're having a bad day uh, on the course? Um, for one, I pray. Yeah. Um, when I, like... I don't know like when I'm having a hard time like I just speak to God like trying to just you know figure out what I need to do mentally and then one time my mom told me a story about or not a story it was a real thing but this girl who like shot a nine on a hole one time and she came back to win the tournament I have no idea what she shot but like just that story right there it always like makes me think like oh if I have a bad hole like I can get birdies to cover it up and I can do what I need to do Right, right. But we, but we won't worry about you getting any nines anytime soon, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, who's now who's your favorite um, PGA or LPGA player? Um, I'd say watching Mariah Stackhouse um, grow through the game. That, like, I'd say she's definitely one of my favorite LPGA players. Um, and her family is just amazing. And then. I really love Nellie Corda, like her game, her mental game, mm-hmm. um, watching her on tour as well. And, of course, my favorite PGA player is Cameron Champ. Yeah. He can hit the ball a mile. You know, I love his family too. And honestly, I feel like they really give back to the junior community and the black community as well. So I just really respect them as players and as people. Shout out to Jeff. Yay, Jeff Champ. <laughs> Are you ready ready for the Mac Champ this, this upcoming year? Yes, I plan to win it this time. You plan to win it. That's, that's, that's a great goal. That's a great goal. And so what are some of your favorite courses uh, across the country? I know you played a lot, but um, do you have, like, you know, your top two or three courses that you, that you tend to favor the most? Um, I, I'd say as a Georgia player, um, Chateau Alain, that's pretty much where home is. That's Georgia, if right. you're a player in Georgia, then Chateau, you've played at Chateau Alain before. If not in a tournament, just like, just leisurely. So that's definitely one of them. Um, PGA National, the Squire course, because I mean that's the only course I played on that on PGA National. But I had some experiences on there that I will never forget, such as hitting a ball in a tree and it just never came out. So like, I've had some crazy times there, but like, I really like the course. Um, also taught me about like um, green speed. So I learned a lot there. And then Pebble Beach is definitely my favorite course I've ever played. That's number one. Yes. All right, we'll talk about- Still Pebble playing it on the video game. Oh, she is? <laughs> All right, well, listen, we're gonna talk about Pebble Beach in just a few minutes, but um, Shelly, I want you to dive in here a little bit. We, we've got some junior parents on. And, um, you know, talk about your journey a little bit, 
um, you know, just 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 kind of give parents some some insight on, you know, maybe the things to look out for, maybe some, you know, how to how to how to, you know, one of the things that that John used to get on me about is making faces when he hits a bad shot. So just talk a little bit about how you deal, with, you know, how you know, as parents, you know, how you deal with the good and the bad, um, you know, just anything that you want to share with the junior parents. Sure. Um, well, one, I am a single parent uh, that does not play golf. So Haven and I learned the sport together. Um, I mean, literally, like, discovered things like, oh, you need to get on the green, too. <laughs> so, so she's trying to hit the ball, and there are people on the, on, on, on the green, and I'm like, no, 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 get on again. So, so again, we've learned it from, from the beginning and learning how to pivot. So when Haven was with a coach and she wasn't progressing anymore, knowing to make that, knowing when to make that move to um, explore uh, different coaching and the coaches don't take it. Well, some do take it personal, um, but some don't, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's there, it's, it's your child's career um, at stake. Um, but I had to sacrifice quite a bit. Um, <laughs> we moved into this house in 2017. I still have not furnished it yet. However, we've been to Pebble Beach and, <laughs> and <laughs> been to some we're, all over, we're all over the country, right? Because right. Haven ultimately wants to go pro. But we've had to like, we, I, feel, I feel like we're always like a, a year and a half behind the, 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 the really elite players who are ranked, you know, in the top 100. Mm-hmm. And I know she'll get there. Um, I, I also advise talking to other parents, um, especially outside of your race, um, because there aren't that many at this level. Yes. And so um, as a mom, I'm usually the only woman amongst a bunch of dads, but I'm, you know, I'm, I learned so much. I learned what, what tournaments to get into, um, you know, understanding the scoreboard and, 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 and understanding strength. And so now like, you know, I pick. I remember calling Jeff Champ. I'm not afraid to call anybody. Yeah. I called. I, I, I called him and I asked him could he just mentor me because we're stuck and we were stuck for 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 a while. So you know, just not afraid to ask for advice. And um, and in this game, you know, I know she loves the game, but you know, you got to crack the whip too. I mean, it just. It just yeah. is what it is. There's so much sacrifice going into this. Yeah. Uh, and also, as far as academics goes, you know, I don't want a school not to be able to take her before because she doesn't have the grades. So, so like, whatever we have to do as far as tutoring goes, and I actually pulled her out of um, the charter school and put her in a private school because I didn't want anyone to – to be upset with us being gone for so long. I and mean, we Haven missed um, over two weeks in September already. Um, she did a TV show a couple of years ago in 2019. She missed the first month of school. And so we were, you know, just having that type of flexibility I thought that I thought we needed um, to, to have. But definitely, I think my biggest advice would be to do not be afraid to pivot. Right. Yeah. Pivot. And I think, I think reaching out is important. You know, that was the main reason that I started the podcast a year and a half ago, because I didn't really know what to, what to do. And I've learned so much 
from people like Maurice and Sean mm -hmm. and, um, um, you know, just all the junior dads, you know, Mark, you know, Mark Burnett, um, Gus mm -hmm. Fatel. I've learned a lot from a lot of the junior um, parents. So, you know, like you said, reach out. You know, I have a lot of people that reach out to me. And so, you know, just to be able to give back, it, it, it's just really great. So, um, so let's talk about Pebble Beach. Um, great experience. Uh, talk, talk to us, uh, Haven, about, about your, your Pebble Beach experience. Um, Pebble Beach was an amazing experience. Um, I did miss a full week of school, but I would not, I do not regret my decision. It was awesome. <laughs> um, I, my pro was Stuart Appleby mm -hmm. and he was awesome. He's a great player. Honestly, one of my favorites now. He can play, really, yeah. He can play first day. He kind of washed it up the second day. <laughs> it's just the rest taking off. He but, hadn't played in two and a, like competitively in like two years. Yeah. He took so um, yeah. And we're still we still keep in touch. Like oh, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Keep it. Keep his name on. Keep it. Keep him on 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 speed dial for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, and his caddy, David, uh, he's one of my favorite people now. I absolutely love him. He helped me the entire way through because we couldn't use rangefinders. So learning how to find the distance just solely from the yardage book and sprinkler the sprinkler heads on the ground, mm -hmm. um, to how to, learning how to take steps like and count like how much distance there was, yeah. that was something different, weird for sure. Right. Um, you remember those? Yeah. You remember those? You remember those books Jeff gave us last year? Yes. It probably all makes sense now. It makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> right. Right. So um, you you played well. You know. I mean, oh, I know you, you. know, I know you probably left a few strokes out there, but you, I mean, you played well, and um, you know. So so so. So t tell us about the course. You know, what what, what kind of conditions was the, was the course in? The course was in great condition, but okay. it was very cold. Oh, it was cold. Like, okay. Like very cold. And it's like on the coast. So yeah. on hole nine, you can see people walking along the beach. And it's an amazing view. It's absolutely beautiful, but it's freezing cold. Right. And I mean, there's a lot of amazing sights there. Yeah. And you can hear the seals like doing whatever they're doing in their own corner. Right. Um, honestly, like it didn't even feel like a golf course, but it like, it was an amazing experience. Wow. Was it, was it windy? Very. Very windy. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Especially towards the evening hours. Yeah. That's when I get the coldest. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, last, last couple questions. Um, what's, what's your goal for this upcoming 2022 year? Cause this will be your, this is your junior year, right? Yes. All right. What's your goal this year? Um, I have one tournament like that I'm actually going to be doing. Hopefully, maybe I could get into Rolex, but yeah. that's just hopefully for now. Um, but the one tournament I am doing, my goal is to shoot three red scores going to par all three days. Yes. Um, definitely a lofty goal, but I'm going to try to make my practices really count. Um, not take any shot for granted. And... For next year, um, my goals are to, like, just move into the top 100. I need to do that. So, like, 
when Rolex does come, I'll be just like, I'll be a top pick for that. Right. Because like that's pretty much a lot of people's goals. And I want to win the AGGA. I want to get the red bag for sure. Good, good, good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, what'd you say? We need a verbal commitment. Oh, yeah. I, this is so stressful. Oh yeah, I know, I know. And 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 Shelly, this is this is John's ninth grade ninth grade year, so I, I we gotta be we gotta get ready. So I mean, I know it's it's, it's gonna be stressful. It's gonna be a lot of golf. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of expenses. So you know, if we yeah. gotta be ready. Yeah. I mean, she she's had a few. She's had a couple of offers. Just trying to see. Okay. Well, let us know. Let us know when when she gets ready to make that announcement. You, you, do you know? Do you know approximately when she might make the announcement? We're we're holding out. Um, okay. We're holding out probably until the the latest. I would say a year from now. Okay. Okay. So we got we got a year. So we don't have to worry about. Y'all making any decisions in three months, six months, or anything like that, right? Not unless, not unless this particular school says, you know, hey, we we're offering. We, we want you. Come on. We're talking. Okay. But, you know, it's like, we want this, and so she's got to produce that to get, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, well, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so let, let's do this. Let's open up the lines, and um, let's see uh, see if anyone has any questions for Haven or, or you, Shelly. As a parent, as a junior, um, we got a lot of, uh, we got a few parents on. We got a couple of juniors on. Um, are there any questions for Haven or Shelly tonight? 